Welcome to the Scar to Sweetness podcast, where we have real discussions about abuse, addiction, working in purity, and helping you find true and complete healing in Christ as you rediscover your purpose. My name is Ravieri Harry, and thank you for tuning in. So in the last episode, I talked about the baggage, where I highlighted series of emotions and psychological traumas an abused person would likely experience, and I helped us to see the need to choose healing yeah so in case you missed that episode you can still go back and listen to it it's episode two the baggage so on today's episode we're going to be talking about overcoming shame you know this is one of the first things that people experience the people that have been abused experience and today we're going to be looking at the different facets of it and how to help you deal with it you know shame is a feeling that a person has that makes them believe that they are bad that they're wrong that they're dishonorable that they're below a certain measure and it usually results when something has happened usually when something very traumatic has happened to you and depending on how you respond or depending on your personality some people feel ashamed immediately when something happens but for some people it takes a long time for them to for that feeling to really overwhelm them because it happens to our day-to-day experience when things happen to people they react differently they respond differently let's say some people now if they lose a loved one it they wouldn't it wouldn't occur to them what has happened it will take some time before it will occur to them for the awakening will happen that something has just happened so that is how it um, is for shame also and it has different ways you know it plays out in individuals and also it depends on the kind of individual also let's say for example now that some people that are experiencing shame tend to think that they are unworthy of love this is very common and this one cuts across most personality types where you feel that you're unworthy of love personally i was here for so long and it made me to settle because when somebody comes and you just feel like oh the person is good enough but me i have been you know marked or i have been scarred by this particular thing and i will not be able to measure up or i am not full enough or i am not a complete package compared to what this person is so you tend to feel like you're unworthy of love and another thing that happens that shame brings is uh you fear you know the fear of connecting or getting intimate with others because what what happens here is that you you don't want people to see the real you you don't want what you've been through to be revealed you don't want people to discover that you have gone through this and you know this is a real issue because a lot of times not a lot of times in relationships people actually want to connect it is the connection that is where true intimacy is that is where true friendship is when people are able to connect with you when you're transparent when you're open people are able to connect people are able to understand people are able to know how they are going to communicate with you but for someone that is 
you know, feeling shame that has that shame stigma now, the person would not be able to connect so closely. I would not be able to open up to people and all of that because you feel like, okay, when they get to know this about me, they are going to judge me or they are going to look at me in a certain ways and it will help you even if you have friends you would not be able to even build sustainable relationships or sustainable friendships with them whether it's a romantic relationship whether it's just friendship with people and you know the funny thing is a lot of people that have been abused or that have gone through you know it you might not know that this is what has been playing out but hey you're listening to this now and you know that this is what has been playing out in your relationship. It is because of the shame that you feel, especially for people that have not shared their story. I'm, when I mean share your story, I'm not telling you to come up with a mic and come to a public space and say, oh, this is what happened to me. No. Share your stories, even like telling the person that is closest to you that this is what I have been through and this is how it made me feel, and this is how I am processing it. If you've not been in this position, it is even more the degree to how you're going to be even reacting or responding to stuff or interacting with people on the day-to-day is going to be very, very huge. I mean, you will just shield yourself from, you know, a lot of things and you know it doesn't create a certain atmosphere of honesty because you're not completely open you get and one of the things also shame causes is isolation it causes you you know there's this isol this you know you just keep yourself to yourself and it it makes you to be very lonely. You know, if you listen to the previous episode, the baggage, when I mentioned or highlighted, you know, a series of emotions or traumas that people go through, isolation and loneliness is one of them. And that is as a result of shame. Even when you interact with people, look at the truth is, even in relationships, if you, if people are not able to connect with the real you, there's still a vacuum there that is still going to be filled. So now you're someone that is feeling ashamed and people are unable to get through to you. There's this loneliness that you're going to tend to feel. And sometimes you would withdraw from them because you feel like, okay, they don't understand me very much. So, okay, let me just stay where I am, which is not their fault, which is also not your fault. But we're going to get to that place where you're going to know how to deal with this better. Uh, another thing that abuse um, shame causes is, you know, you getting into abusive relationships. For goodness sake, if you settle because of you feel that, okay, I'm not good enough. This is what has happened to me. Um, I cannot offer this. I cannot offer that. You tend to get into abusive relationship. People that do not value you, people that do not see your real worth and you just take things as they are, especially in romantic relationship if you see red flags you would not be able to you know bring it up and say no i can't i can't stand this i can't put up with this because you feel like okay me too i've been through this i am not and you will not be able to address issues and you just go on like that and the relationship is doing you harm also and you should get out if you're in that kind of position or if you're in that kind of place 
and in other cases too, people also harm themselves, cut themselves, beat themselves up, and all of that. So now I've told you some of the ways shame plays out. And in case you you have been observing that, okay, I think I've been this. You know, most times all these things are patterns. You do it once, you do it twice, and it just becomes a repetitive pattern and it becomes very harmful. So in case you did not know that this is what you've been doing, now I have told you that all of this are as a result of you feeling ashamed of what happened to you long ago, you feeling unworthy of love, you being afraid to connect with people or get intimate with people, you being unable to build sustainable relationships, you being unable to be honest in your relationships, and you know, you being also in abusive relationships, all this as a result of, you know, you feeling ashamed of what happened to you in the past. And, you know, so now I've told you how all of this happened. So now I'm going to tell you how to deal with this shame. How do you get through? How do you fight through? You know, one of the key things is self-awareness. That is the truth. You have to be um, able to identify this emotion and what triggers them. You should be you, you, like, okay, now... The, the things I highlighted before, a lot of people might, but they do not, they, you've not known that, okay, this is it. This is why I'm going through this. Or this is the particular thing I'm feeling. But now you know that is bringing a consciousness to you. That is bringing an awareness to your mind that this is it. And that is one of the first steps to solving a problem. You identifying a problem. So immediately yourself aware, immediately you've been able to identify the problem that this is what it is. The next thing is you knowing what's triggers them what makes me to feel this way the truth is in 60 um you wouldn't feel ashamed every time round the clock sometimes there are things that are going to trigger that particular emotion just like every other emotion that will feel you might be with people and they will say certain things or they will do certain things that bring a reminder or that will make you want to compare yourself and all of that. You need to be able to identify what triggers this. Because once you know what triggers this particular emotion, which you would be able to respond better and you know how to shield yourself from reacting. Because what we don't want to do is to react. You know, reacting is just when something happens, you're spontaneously just doing stuff. No. When you respond, you allow yourself to process that information and you choose out of the different ways how to act upon what has just happened. That is not reacting. You No, that is you responding after careful processing of what has happened. So what we don't want to do is for you to be reacting here and there to these emotions. No, it's for you to understand and now better respond okay i am not if this happens even if it means if someone says stuff if people do stuff you can just warmly kindly excuse yourself from that environment at that particular point in time because it is not doing you good 
and you get out and you try to research yourself. You can breathe in, you can breathe out, you can count one to ten, one to three, whichever one works for you and try to calm down and try to reaffirm to yourself again. And one of the things I want you to do is not to judge yourself in all of this process, not to judge yourself. Now, you should be able to practice self-compassion towards yourself. You're helping yourself to get through a process that you didn't put yourself into in the first place. But it happened and it has happened fine. We're not going to kill ourselves. We're not going to get so much worked up about it. We just have to move on. We just have to look for a way to get better. So when you're trying to identify the emotion, when you're trying to identify what makes you to feel the way you're feeling and you realize it, don't be like, oh, so this is what is making me feel like this. I must be so stupid. No, you're not stupid. You're not bad. You're not evil. Make sure to always say good things about yourself. Don't judge yourself. Don't get so worked about worked up about it okay then the next thing that i want you to do is to reframe your mind you should reframe your mind you know at this particular point in time certain beliefs have already formed in your mind in your subconscious about yourself about you know the circumstance about what happened to you and about even the perpetrator of what happened to you and you know the strongest of them would be it's your fault sweetheart it is not your fault whether you're a boy or a girl it is not your fault you should be able to practice that kind of compassion and let let me be a witness to that compassion when people do bad things to you when people hurt us it is not because we um, allow them to not necessarily, or it is not because we did something to make them hurt us. No, people have their own thought patterns. People have their own minds and they think with their own minds. They process information with their own minds. So if somebody does something to you, it is not because you did something necessarily to necessitate that. No, it is because of they have thought about it and their thinking patterns are wrong, their attitudes, their behavior, whatever is wrong, and they pass that on to you. So that is their fault. That is their problem. It is not your problem. And now you putting it on yourself that now you're doing two things. You're you're blaming yourself for the person's wrong attitude or you're blaming yourself for the person's problem and you're also blaming yourself for what has been done to you. So you're actually going through, you're going through two things right now, which is wrong. It is not your fault. Transfer that blame and all of that to the person. You can feel angry, but let it pass after a while because the goal is to get better. The goal is to heal so it is not your fault. Don't try to justify somebody's behavior, okay, that you're in a weaker position. No, how can you, you know, okay, because, okay, let me use an illustration, for example. You know, the part of the world where I come from, it is somewhat normal for you to come up to walk on the roads or to walk on the streets and you see people that are insane, like people that are psycho mad walking on the streets. And something happened to me when I was very young. I was headed to school. I was walking to school and a madman, he threw stone at me. And 
I was like, why, what did I do? Did I do anything? And people were just like that. I should just continue that. I should go to school and all of that. So now would you say it's my fault that I dressed up, that I woke up from sleep and I dressed up and I was headed to school and someone threw stone at me? It is my fault. And because of that, I shouldn't walk on the streets, that I shouldn't go to school. No. But how did I respond? I just cleaned myself up because I wasn't injured and I continued my journey to school. So that is it. That is me responding in a better manner. I would have been like, okay, I'm headed to school. I'm, I'm, I'm going back home. I'm not going to do this again. No, you're, you cannot control how this things work. Well, you can also control how you're going to respond to all of this. Personally, it took me a, a while for me to get out of this. It took me a while for me to change my thinking, for me to change my mind. Personally, for me, I, I didn't blame myself that much, but I blamed uh, my parents, you know, for not being very cautious or, you know, for not being very careful. But at the end of the day, there are people that can be very scheming and you cannot take that away from them. And you don't expect your parents to see through everybody's mind and all of that. And after a while, I had to, you know, reaffirm to myself. I had to get better. And that even opened me up to healing. So I want you to do the same. Practice self-compassion. Be self-aware. You know, reframe your mind and practice self-compassion. Practice self-compassion. It was not your fault. And I want you to know that this is a journey. It is not going to happen in one day. I don't expect you to abracadabra and you're okay. No, it is a journey. Or be open to healing be open to get better. Okay. So as I end today's episode, I want us to do something for a few minutes. I want us to do an affirmation. So please go with me and just say with me, say, I am whole. I am beautiful. I am worthy of every good and perfect gift. I am open to receive love. I give love. I am not defined by life circumstances. I am God's solution to the world. Like I always say, you are the best. You are God's treasure. And there is no one like you. I love you. I love you and I am sorry for all the things that have happened. And I know you're going to get better and I know you're going to come out of this stronger. Thank you for tuning in on today's episode. I believe that you learned a thing or two and you've decided on a better way to heal yourself on this journey. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel, leave a review, like, share to someone who needs this. Thank you very much. My name is Ovia Ihari and I'll see you next time.